0: Thank you for tuning in to SNC Adventures Talk It Out. My name is Paige and I'm here today with Jazz.
1: Hello everybody. I'm so excited to be here.
0: Oh, we're so <laughs> excited to have you. So Jazz, where have you studied abroad?
1: Um, So the first time I studied abroad was in Cape Town, South Africa for a global uh, seminar. And then the second time was at the University of Chichester in Chichester, England. And if you don't know where that is, it's about an hour from London.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And what was your global seminar like first? Oh, my global
1: seminar was really amazing because we got to look at how South Africa treated mental illness Mm. and compared to how the... US did mm-hmm. and those are like not even equal comparisons when you look at it from um a very specific for specific standpoint mm-hmm. but i loved it because it was super interactive mm-hmm. and not only were we looking at like mental illness but we got a chance to embrace the culture and really immerse ourselves within the culture. Um, mm-hmm. Dr. Zorowski and his wife, their daughter lives there. Oh. And yeah, so they were super familiar with Cape Town. They mm-hmm. knew the best places to eat, the mm-hmm. best places to get the best view. Um, so it just felt like I was on a trip with old friends mm-hmm. and they were so willing to get to know us, but also allow us to become who we were on this trip. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, the global seminar was amazing and it was like the two plus two thing. So we took a class mm-hmm. in the spring and then in May we did the second part in Cape Town.
0: How often do you meet in the spring? Then? Um,
1: in the spring we met once a week for about two hours. Okay. Mm-hmm. Very mm-hmm. cool.
0: Yeah. And what kind of added knowledge do you think you got from traveling to another country while studying this particular topic?
1: Oh, it really like affirmed my beliefs about healing and Mm -hmm. about holistic healing because Mm -hmm. um we had to do this creative project where we're comparing this certain type of how they uh heal mental illness versus the u.s Mm -hmm. and so i did the sangoma and the sangoma is a treater so i did the sangoma in comparison to like a a therapist or um a counselor Mm -hmm. and some people, one of the other things I learned was that some of the students were so much comfortable with the Sangomas mm-hmm. in their, um, I forgot what they call them, but in their home neighborhoods rather than mm-hmm. a doctorate school. Uh-huh. And I was like, I relate, I relate mm-hmm. to that because. My family has used treaters in the past Mm -hmm. and for a lot of my older generation, that's where they turned to when they were sick for any reason. Mm -hmm. So I just, I just love that. And I I think it was beneficial to my class, Mm -hmm. seeing this different type of healing that wasn't so medicinal, but Mm -hmm. it was like a spiritual thing. Um, I, I love that. And I think that's one thing that I will always, always take back from it because there's so many connections with, um, a lot of the black American culture Mm -hmm. and then the culture in Cape town. Um, so
0: that's very cool. Um, yeah. You wouldn't get that same thing by just sitting in a classroom every day.
1: Exactly, exactly. For a semester. For sure. We had to. We were literally driving through. I forgot what they called it.
0: The townships. Yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Yes. <laughs> yes. No, I've been right there. <laughs> yes, you were exactly. So so you cool
1: know. to talk to you about it. So we, <laughs> we were driving through the townships on a tour mm-hmm. and I saw this woman in red. Mm-hmm. and i was just like i know i know who she is but they had a different name for her and they were mm-hmm. like she's a, she's a same mm-hmm. and i was just like super drawn to her and to her influence mm-hmm. in this community and even people using it for like oh like they're having bad dreams because they don't call depression depression mm-hmm. or anxiety anxiety you know mm-hmm. and even those terms um were super i felt like Wow, like this is neat. Like, this is so fascinating. And again, like, I felt like I hope my class left with that as well. Like, Mm -hmm. and looking at this culture from their culture's perspective and not from our own, because it's so easy to judge it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But yeah,
1: I really, really enjoyed that part of it.
0: Yeah, because a lot of times we take scientific knowledge, we value that more Mm -hmm. than other types of knowledge. And I think traveling to another country and seeing how other people value different perspectives, I think really adds to your knowledge.
1: Definitely. It adds like, to me, more worth to you. Mm -hmm. Cause like you can, you don't need to see it in a book to know that it's true. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now what about your semester abroad in Chichester? Mm -hmm. What was that like?
1: (laughs) That that was interesting because Mm -hmm. I went to Chai thinking that, I was gonna have this like super grand experience climbing mountains, you know, kayaking in the wilderness, you know, defying all odds and all, mm-hmm. but it wasn't like that at all because mm. where I lived was a retirement place. So a lot of okay. older people lived there. Mm-hmm. And it was super chill and there wasn't much b- crazy big things to do there. Mm-hmm. But like you found the best things in those little spaces um yeah. being there for a semester really transformed my outlook on a lot of things um okay. relation relationship wise personally and on a um on a scope of looking at people differently mm-hmm. um i was challenged a lot mm-hmm. but i also affirmed a lot of my my morals and my values mm-hmm. um but that was it was an, ex- an experience in itself like oh my mm-hmm. goodness um my plan for studying abroad I didn't want to go to Europe so fast mm-hmm. um because I felt like I have time to go to Europe I wanted to explore places that are underrated and have these negative stereotypes to kind of um see them for myself through my own lens mm-hmm. um so i got there i got to chai by accident <laughs> <laughs> but it was exactly what i needed at that time yeah uh-huh.
0: how did you choose Chichester?
1: so i was actually supposed to go to australia
0: okay and they
1: weren't accepting uh exchange students anymore oh
0: okay. so
1: and i was like elena I gotta go somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I gotta get out of here. I needed yeah. this break. Mm-hmm. And that's when she's like, oh, well, there's here, the Netherlands, Groningen, the Netherlands, but mm-hmm. I do not speak Dutch. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Mm-mm, I'm, about to, I'm, I'm gonna have a hard time. I don't even know the first word of Dutch. Yeah. So England was kind of my third choice. <laughs> so, okay.
0: <yeah. laughs> what do you think was the most challenging part of going abroad for Chichester? <sighs>
1: I, one thing being my brother was born two days after I was there. Yeah. mm -hmm. And so not being able to be with my family Mm -hmm. during that time. And then we had lost my grandfather Mm
0: -hmm.
1: a couple months, thank you, a couple months uh, before in November. Mm -hmm. So, and I had a lot of unprocessed emotions when it came to that. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think being there when I needed to be, when I felt I could have been home mm-hmm. trying to process everything. Yeah. I was in a completely different, I was on a different, different continent. You yeah.
0: Know? Yeah. Um,
1: so that was extremely, extremely hard. And also I think for everybody, it's a little hard going into a new environment, new environment when you know who you are and your expectations and everything, but people there do not know you. Yeah. So having to get to having them to get to know you, It's like either one, you could reinvent yourself Mm -hmm. or you can just be you, Mm -hmm. you know? So that was a little, that was a little difficult for me. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. What was it like forming those new relationships Mm -hmm. and making friends while you were abroad where you don't know anyone?
1: Mm. It was hard because there's a different culture there Mm -hmm. uh, for a lot of, for a lot of things. And a lot of th- and, and some things that I value, they really maybe didn't care about, or vice versa. Mm-hmm. Um, finding friends, my friends from the U.S., mm-hmm. they were all very different and complex, and mm-hmm. they saw study abroad as like a means to let's act the fool, like uh. let's act, act crazy, like we can oh, we mm-hmm. could drink any day of the week and go <laughs> out, and you know, and mm-hmm. I wasn't on that wavelength all the time, yeah. Um, so. I had to be comfortable with being by myself a lot,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, which I was. Mm-hmm. But when you're in a place where you're expected to make all these new friends and connections, mm-hmm. you kind of have to be like, well, what is my reality? Like, who am I really? You know, like as much as I want to make new friends and make connections, yeah. I need to stay true to me. Right.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so I did make friends and they knew what I was about. And my flat, my flatmates were OK. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't give them an A plus, <laughs> but I can give them a C I'd give them a C. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I'd give them a C. You know, Uh, they were younger than me. Uh And at first, like, they wanted to welcome me because I guess I was new. But soon after, like, they kind of just left me to do my own thing. Were they
0: from England or were they from the U.S.? Yes,
1: most of them were from the south of London. Okay. And one was from Spain. But, Mm -hmm. yeah, um, so they were, they knew each other. And it was, it was cool. Like, so entering, like, a friend group is super, super hard. Yeah. It is so hard.
0: Mm (laughs) What, like, when you think about your two different experiences, Mm -hmm. one in South Africa and one in Chichester, Mm -hmm. how do you compare them? Because they're different lengths of time. Mm -hmm. They're totally different continents. Mm -hmm. Like, did you get one thing out of one experience, another thing out of that? Mm -hmm. Like, Mm, That's a good question. So I think
1: I got a lot more out of Cape Town mm-hmm. simply because I was only there for two weeks and some days because I needed to get something out of this mm-hmm. you know I was mm-hmm. the doctor, I'm there I'm here for a short amount of time I need to I can't be scared like I I, I don't want to regret anything like mm-hmm. it took great lengths for me to comfort for me to be here so yeah. I need to make the best of it mm-hmm. um and things were more like structured for okay. me to get a lot out of it mm-hmm. whereas chai, I have four months to find mm-hmm. defining moments, mm-hmm. whereas in Cape Town, every moment was a defining moment. Every mm-hmm. moment I learned something new. And mm-hmm. I think I identified more with the culture of Cape Town. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, you want to talk about that a little bit more?
1: Yeah. So I identify as a black American. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know where my lineage starts in um in Africa, in, mm-hmm. on, in whatever country in Africa, mm-hmm. but I do know it starts somewhere. Mm-hmm. So, I have always felt drawn to wanting to find who I am and where I come from. Because mm-hmm. people have told my mom, she, she think they think she's Haitian or they think she's Jamaican. You know? <laughs> yeah. And so, I'm just like, wow, like I, I wonder what we really are. Mm-hmm. And so, going to Cape Town, I went there trying to identify with the culture. Mm-hmm. And at points I did, but I left knowing that as much as I want to call this home mm-hmm. it is not my home
0: mm-hmm.
1: I I'm not a African American in Cape Town I'm a black American mm-hmm.
0: there mm-hmm. and as
1: soon as I speak they know yeah you know and I had an incident with this man and he was like tried to speak to me and he, and as soon as I spoke it's like his eyes were open really? <laughs> yeah yeah mm-hmm. so it was it was super interesting but it was also like an aha moment. Mm. That you can love this culture and embrace it, but it is not yours. Mm-hmm. Um, and that I'm still struggling with that. I mm-hmm. have to say I'm still struggling with that. But in yeah. in Chichester, there was, it, I think it was a little bit more, there wasn't pressure there. Mm-hmm. I think people live in a little bit, live in harmony
0: okay. in a way,
1: mm-hmm. but there were still like racial issues, mm-hmm. like um, interracial dating and why, mm-hmm. why. Like, why are you dating interracially? Is it to satisfy a fetish or is it mm. this genuine love? You know, um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: or like, you know, it doesn't always have to be love, but like, yeah. So different things like that. And um, even with the black men in Chichester,
0: mm-hmm. I
1: still had a hard time like having those conversations, not to date with them, but just like just in in casually getting to know people. Mm-hmm. And you see you see this double consciousness that they have being Mm -hmm. a black man, but also knowing that they live in predominantly white spaces Mm -hmm. and having to assimilate.
0: Mm -hmm. Um,
1: so that was a little bit, that was a little bit tough. Uh, that was a little bit tough, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, but yeah, I just have to say I definitely identified a little bit more with the culture in Cape town because Mm -hmm. the people looked like me Mm -hmm. and they had an essence that was familiar. Mm -hmm. But in, in England, um, there were, there were differences there. I didn't shy away from the differences, but I just had to admit that we were different.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Well, because at St. Norbert here, you're embraced by a predominantly white culture. Like, does mm-hmm. that differ from being in England? Um. Or like you have your community here. So then does that make it different since you became mm-hmm. in an unfamiliar community?
1: I think so, but I think it's in a different way. Because like I know I'm embraced here. Yeah. But even me loving being embraced here, being embraced in a Black culture where we identify racially and we identify a little bit more. I don't know. Not I can't compare how I feel with them, but it definitely warms my heart to be around people who look like me, mm-hmm. who feel what I felt, who have a richness in culture. And when their culture is suppressed a lot and I can be like, Nah, like, I want to get to know this. Nah, I'll identify this. Like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, like, I see beauty in this. Mm-hmm. Whereas being in, in spaces where I'm the only one and having to explain my culture mm-hmm. or why we do things,
0: mm-hmm.
1: sometimes it's kind of like I'm explaining my existence and why I'm here.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, And that's uncomfortable at times. Because mm-hmm. um, I, I I don't want to always educate. Yeah, You know, uh, I have to be honest about that. I don't yeah. always want to educate. Um, and in Chester, like, I guess Being from Louisiana mm-hmm. Is very different Being Black and being from Louisiana is very different Than being like, oh yeah, I'm from the US Because I'm not, like, from New York or in LA Or Chicago, mm-hmm. like, it's a very Different Black experience Because mm-hmm. um, even in Louisiana, we have our own culture Yeah Um. So yeah, I guess dealing, dealing with that But I, I really have to say, like, in England They were more they were willing to talk about race.
0: They were. Okay. They were compared to the U S
1: compared to the U S yeah. Me being here, like in classes. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember we were dealing with something in business and it was this man. He uh, calls himself the black farmer and he has a business mm-hmm. called the black farmer and he sells vegan meats and cheeses mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and because he is celiac. And so he's donated so much money to different charities and to children, and to people who, um, come from uh, adverse backgrounds like he did because he's originally from Jamaica mm-hmm. and, we got into groups and we had to discuss, like, give, a, like, an analysis of everything, like, the things that he may face as um, an entrepreneur. And this one girl, white girl, was just, like, white British. She was just like, yeah, racism. Like, people are going to be going to discriminate against him because he's Black, mm-hmm. you know, more so because... um his business is super like diverse and he is so in touch with his race. And to hear her say that, like
0: mm-hmm. you
1: don't get that a lot here. Because mm-hmm. sometimes people are shy. Yeah. Or they don't want to overstep or misspeak. You know, um, I
0: think that's common here. Mm-hmm. We're so afraid to say the wrong thing or yes. to offend somebody yes. that we're not willing to have the conversation.
1: Definitely. I agree. Mm-hmm. But they're, oh, they don't care. Mm-hmm. They're saying it all. And <laughs> they do rather, they'd rather apologize uh-huh. than to not say what's on their mind. Mm-hmm. You know? So, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, ma'am.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, Back to your time in South Africa. Mm-hmm. Like, what about the culture there? Do you think resonated with you the most?
1: Mm-hmm. I think okay. When we went to this one school, uh, University of the Western Cape. Mm-hmm. Um, some people in the U.S. would identify it as an HBCU, mm-hmm. like it's predominantly black campus. Mm-hmm. And the whole psych, like uh, psychology department, was blacks so of African women. And one man, one mm-hmm. black man. And I saw strength in that. Like, mm-hmm. I was just so proud to sit at a table and just speak with these people. And they didn't see us as, like, students. They were like, you have a problem in the U.S. We have a problem here, but let's talk about how we're working through those things. Um, I love that because I was like, if you ever wanted to see black culture... In a universal sense, is going to an African co- country, mm-hmm. you know, and the way that these women spoke with with tenacity, with um, the eloquence, with just so much pizzazz and charisma, mm-hmm. um, it was amazing. Also, mm-hmm. we went out to eat at these uh, these two restaurants. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Do you remember
0: their names? Oh. Just because
1: I might know where you went. We went one was Mama Africa.
0: Oh, I, yes. I've seen there. My seen family it? went, but I did oh. not get to go. Oh, goodness. I love Mama Africa. Uh
1: huh. And then there was one at a beach in Stellenbosch,
0: I think. Oh, okay.
1: One on the beach, and I had Oxtail there.
0: Oh, okay. And
1: mm-hmm. I was, the rest of my class, they were all white. Mm-hmm. And so they kind of got things that they could, the chicken, yeah. you know, things yeah. that they could identify with. I was like, nah, I want. I want something. Cause my grandmother makes oxtail at home. So I okay. knew what I was getting myself into. Yeah. And so when the people brought it out, they were like, somebody want an oxtail, I guess. And they were like, kind of like, um, kind of talking to me a little bit. Cause I had gotten it. Yeah. It was just like, in a way that's like, yes, yeah, like eat this oxtail, enjoy it. Um, yeah. And I just love that. The, com- the com- camaraderie and that mm-hmm. meant a lot to me. And mm-hmm. it showed that like, as much as like, I am a black American, they still accepted me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and I think because it's not my fault that I don't know.
0: Yeah. You know? No, no.
1: Um, it's not my fault that I don't know. But I, I love those moments when I could have just I like, just been me, you know, and mm-hmm. just show that there's so much similarities in our cultures and in who we are. Um, so I think sharing food.
0: It mm-hmm. was one of my
1: favorite things. Like it mm-hmm. transcended everything because you got to know the people you were with, mm-hmm. but you also got to know that culture. Mm-hmm. And I, I enjoyed it. and I also love food.
0: <laughs> Who doesn't? <laughs> yes. Exactly. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. I can 100% relate to seeing strong Black leaders within the education system mm-hmm. when I was in, living in South Africa mm-hmm. because I went to the University of Cape Town. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was the first time I think in my education, I had had a black professor and I had multiple and I was like, it's so sad that living in the U S that that isn't a common thing. Mm -hmm. And well, at least in the spaces that I've been in for sure. And to be able to see, and these women teaching about race, sexuality, class, gender. Mm -hmm. And like, I took a class about anthropology and like having so many black professors Mm -hmm. and just i just wanted to show other people and be like why can't we have this why can't we have this diversity like we had diversity within the sciences and having Mm -hmm. like more women faculty than male faculty and Mm -hmm. like there was still definitely like a lack of black professors within the science compared Mm -hmm. to humanities for sure um but their gender equality was better, so mm-hmm. I guess seeing those different things sure. was very eye opening for me Definitely. at Definitely. the University of Cape Town. Mm-hmm. But, we yeah. passed
1: it a couple times. Did you? Yeah. yeah, you
0: could probably see it in the mountains. Yes. Oh my gosh! Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: uh, I bet that was awesome to be there for a semester. If I could have done Cape Town for a semester, I would have done it in a heartbeat. Yeah, I swear I would have. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: You'll go back. Oh, for sure. I, I, <laughs> I can feel it. I can Thank feel you. it. I believe that. I believe that. Yeah. No, the way you explain it, I feel like when you were in Cape Town, a weight was lifted off your chest. That's mm-hmm. how you talk about it. Like mm-hmm. that's how I picture.
1: Yes. Because mm-hmm. yeah, I feel like, from what I hear from like my friends who are like from Nigeria or from Ghana or wherever, mm-hmm. they're like race is not the same thing. There as it as it is here, like mm-hmm. race is not an identifier, because like every day, every day is Black History Month. There, <laughs> you know, like every day they see people like them, you mm-hmm. know, and and I'm just like, whoa, that's kind of how it was when I was uh, going to elementary school, because everybody mm-hmm. was black. My teachers were black, principal mm-hmm. black, Bi- vice president, vice principal black. Mm-hmm. Everybody was black, mm-hmm. and then changing schools. And not, still not being being aware mm-hmm. of these differences. And you realize, man, like, it really is a different essence, a different culture. Mm-hmm. And you, I don't know about anybody else, but I wanted that. I needed that. Mm-hmm. And I think so many times it is overlooked. Because, I mean, even though it is not an identifier there, I still would have felt um, more comfortable. I would have felt like I'm not a sore thumb. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, yeah. I would have felt like... Her hair is natural, too. His hair is natural, too. Nobody's Mm -hmm. questioning them. Yeah. You know, like, and in the same that we all look alike, we can all still say we are different. Mm -hmm. Our experiences are different. Our home lives Mm -hmm. are different, you know?
0: Because you each still have your own intersectionality. Like, you're not the same person.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: Not everyone is from the same socioeconomic background or same ability level. Mm -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm-hmm. You're right.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's powerful. Well, is there anything else you want to share? or Any advice you want to give to students? Um, yeah.
1: Like do things that scare you. Do mm-hmm. things that make you have to reevaluate your dreams and goals and make them bigger because your dreams shouldn't fit your reality at all. Um, I think they should speak to who you want to be. And if you ever if you want to study abroad or think about studying abroad, just do it. Um, everything will work itself out. And I know I may be saying this from a place of privilege, um, being at the school and living a certain life, mm-hmm. but I, I'm also a person who believes in miracles and I believe in divine intervention and I believe wherever you're supposed to be, you're going to be there. Mm-hmm. And if you need to be there, like I was in child, mm-hmm. you're going to be there. <laughs> so yeah, like take a chance on yourself mm-hmm. and step out of your bounds and your comfort zone and study in a different cult- country embrace the culture, and really step into who you need to be.
0: Peace. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Jess. Of course. <laughs> what happens abroad stays abroad unless you talk it out. If you're interested in sharing your story, contact us at studyabroad@snc.edu. at snc.edu.